You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, Donald Trump could face the most direct challenge of his presidency to his handling of the coronavirus pandemic, the economy, his personal conduct, uh, his tax affairs. All of this awaits us in the first debate against uh, Democratic nominee Sleepy Joe Biden uh, at, I think it's around midnight tonight, South Africa time. Uh, the socially distanced affair in which the candidates won't shake hands will be moderated by Fox News host Chris Wallace. The audience is also limited to about 70 and that is uh, also due to COVID-19 and uh, it's a, a highly anticipated debate to to put it mildly that is going to move markets as we go offshore with Piet Serfontein head of research and strategy at Unum Capital. Piet just give us a comment uh, of what has been happening and bubbling under the surface in markets recently as we build up to the big debate. Yes, absolutely, Michael. Yeah, so you know, everybody remembers now that the equity market suddenly started rallying after the sell-off of last week. But I think it's more specifically coming to the concept of where uh, Nancy Pelosi, and I remember she's the U.S. House Speaker, said that the Democrats uh, would move ahead with a smaller aid package that can come to, you know, uh, relatively uh, voting soon. And now this aid package is coming in at $2.4 trillion. Now, the number, what's interesting is that this number remains far above what the Republican-controlled party signal it will approve. So you can see this, you know, obviously a fight that's going on. But now what's also interesting is that this fiscal package includes you know, unemployment benefits, uh, direct payments to households, and even small loans, and also, you know, aid for the airline. So I think the, the bullish you know, it will be definitely bullish for equity markets once it's going to unfold. And uh, what do you think the one big event is going to be that's going to move markets this week? Is it uh, this debate tonight? Absolutely, I think so. So as you as you said, you know, the, the first debate is this evening. But, you know, keep in mind that there will also be future uh, debates coming up and, you know, important dates to remember. It's around the 15th of October, the 23rd, uh, of October and then also the 7th of October, that's when the presidential uh, debate will be obviously unfolding. But now what's also interesting is that the betting services currently view the race as almost a coin flip, uh, you know, through where Biden is currently, all, you know, almost leading. But remember also previously the polls were wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, we will see what's going to unfold. Yeah, the, 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 the polls and the betting markets have got it wrong and horribly wrong in the past as well. Uh, when it comes to offshore earnings against this backdrop, uh, we're outside of the major earnings season at the moment. What major companies uh, are reporting and will report this week? Yeah, as you rightly said, you know, the earnings season is somewhat winding down. But, you know, names like Micron, uh, HIS Market, uh, McCormick & Company, and then, you know, going down the list, I think the most important one is PepsiCo uh, and then also Constellation Brands. Uh, that's most, you know, of the important ones. On the ETF watch list, uh, are there any interesting ETFs on the watch list for listeners this week? Absolutely. So I like the potential for equity market rally. And then coming back to, you know, you, you need to look for an ETF that's closely related to the markets. And that's a concept that we always refer to as uh, beta stocks or beta ETFs. Now, remember, 
that a beta of more than one indicates that that specific stock or, or ETF having a potential to run faster or you know increase faster than the market norm. So anything that's got to do with a S&P 500 index as an ETF, I think it's 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 a good uh, opportunity. Uh, I think it might be targeting the 3,400 level. But on also on the other side, I think you need to be careful. Uh, you know, below 3,200, uh, it can just be you know uh, uh, unrolling the other side. But keep in mind, it, it remains a high risk trade. And uh, commodities as well. If you look at uh, what's been happening to gold, it's uh, sold down quite heavily since breaching that $2,000 an ounce level back in August. What's your view on gold at the moment? Yeah, so lately gold uh, retracted from that oversold territory. So what's unfolding is just a typical correction. Uh, But then, you know, the question is always, will that correction unfold into a more severe correction or is it only going to be temporary? Uh, so I think, you know, it's all depending on if the equity markets will be rallying, then I think the, the performance of gold will be a little bit muted. But from the current levels, I think upside target, perhaps 1,900, 2,000, even 2,100. But then also keep in mind that, you know, investors always regard gold as a safe haven investment. Now, uh, if you look at uh, short-term punts for the week, uh, any any bolters out there for listeners? Yeah, you know, just um, you know, er- everyone must just remember that we are going into a volatile uh, period, and you will ask me why, uh, because it's the end of the month tomorrow, and it's also the end of the quarter. So I think you should be very uh, cautious to be in a short position. So coming back to your question, I like the financial space. I think these opportunities are more specifically banks. So, you know, suggestion is perhaps Standard Bank. Uh, it goes around 108 rand 50. So it can easily go back to the 200-day simple moving average, which is around about 120 rand. But I think wait for confirmation. We always use that MACD, a moving average convergence divergence. So as soon as there's a confirmation in a trend change, then I think, you know, the, the, the play is definitely on. Uh, I would like to see some momentum coming through. But also on the other side, I think below 102 rand, then you need uh, to negate this trade idea. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly, if it goes below uh, 102, that negates any bullish bias on Standard Bank. Now, you mentioned uh, that tomorrow is going to be month and quarter end. Uh, what's the significance of that? Yeah, so it's coming back to a volatile period. So listeners must just remember, at the end of a quarter, most of the asset managers and fund managers need to realign their portfolios. Now, coming back to this, you know, the asset managers and portfolio managers, they've got very specific asset allocations in their portfolio, and they need to almost rebalance, you know, or let me rather say, they need to get rid of the overexposed uh, stocks and shares and, you know, accumulate into the underexposed shares uh, just to, uh, to, to, to assist them not to uh, uh, get the tracking error and to keep close to the benchmark. So, you know, it might be more upside uh, from current levels as to downside. Absolutely. And uh, that thing called window dressing, uh, that can't be ignored either. Piet Serfontein, Head of Research and Strategy at Unum Capital, with your offshore investment feature here on Classic Business.